0: on the beautiful city of God, we're marching to Zion, beautiful, beautiful Zion, we're marching upward to Zion, the beautiful city of God. If you have your Bible, please turn with me to Ecclesiastes chapter 11. Uh, We're reading verse 9. Ecclesiastes 11.9. It's our sermon reading for uh, Paul's lesson tonight. (coughs) Ecclesiastes 11.9. It says, Rejoice, O young man, in your youth, and let let your heart cheer you in the days of your youth. Walk in the ways of your heart and in the sight of your eyes. But... Know that for all these, God will bring you into judgment. Good evening, brothers and sisters. I hope everyone is okay. <laughs> Good to see <coughs> Morris, here. I think we've had a lot of lessons, was um, especially concerning the last week of our Jesus Christ uh, all towards his crucifixion. And these lessons are, you know, lessons that tell us um, the things that went on before Jesus Christ, you know, died for mankind. And we thank all the preachers for doing this wonderful job to us. Uh, tonight, we're going to you know, study or I'm going to talk about uh, uh, choices or choices that people make or we make and the effects of our choices. Thank Paolo for reading Ecclesiastes 11 and 9 to us. Now, one thing that uh, we cherish most, or when I say we, we humans cherish most is our life. If anybody is pronounced by a doctor that uh, you have only a few days or weeks to live, that person will try to do everything to make sure that you know, he lives if there is anything that he can do at all. Because we cherish our lives very, very important. We see our lives very important. And nobody will want to, you know, uh, lose his life or her life. Man would do everything under this sun to make sure that he survives. But one thing that We don't normally do is that we don't put the same strength that we use to fight for our life we don't use the same strength for our spiritual life too what i mean is the life after death many people do not know that there is life after death i mean those who are not christians so sometimes when you are talking about you know god to them they don't you know, understand why they should waste their time going to church or you know, worshiping God. What are they going to gain from? Because they think that their life is what they are leading now. After they die, nothing happens. And I've had uh, you know, some workers at work uh, who always tell me that, that they don't see any reason worship God because after they die, that is it. Because they don't know that there is life after death. Now, those who know there is life after death, trying to do everything to make sure that they live on because the, the, the soul that God gave us is part of God and never dies. It goes into eternity. and It goes in, you know, our uh, uh, The hellfire or goes to heaven, but it goes in eternity. So we do everything to make sure that the life beyond this life, we live on and not die. So tonight, my lesson is titled, your life is in your hands. So whatever choice you make, you do it for your own sake. Your life is in your hands. One thing that I know, and I love God for that, is that He made humans in His own image. But He did not make us as robots, whereby you'll be sitting somewhere and using remote control to do that and that and that and that and that. And that. No. When God made us, He gave us the choice. Okay. So whatever we do, we do it on our own. It's not God who is controlling us. So if you see somebody's money and you go there and steal it, it's not about God who is controlling you to do that. You are making your own choice. So God gave us this power of, you know, doing your own choosing. You can choose whatever you want. God doesn't interfere on uh, what human uh, does. So it is important you know that whatever choice you are making, if there is any repercussion for that choice, remember you're going to face it and be ready for it. God's message says whatever you plant today, you're going to reap the same tomorrow. So if God loves us so much and has given us the power of choice. We have to be very, very careful not to abuse this power that God has given us. Now, the first man that was made in the Garden of Eden abused this power. Because when God created us, or God created Adam and his wife in the Garden, now he told them that we have this plant, or this tree, or this fruit, we call it the forbidden fruit because God said "Anytime time that you eat this, you will die. Now, this was spelled out to them. And God left them. As to whether they would listen to him or not, God would not interfere that. He has given a man the power to choose whatever they want. And Adam and his wife chose death. I mean, there were two unique plants or trees in that garden. One is called the tree of life, and the other one, I call it the tree of death, because they were one, whenever you eat it, you die. The power of choice was in their hands, and they chose to eat the tree of death instead of tree of life. Maybe you ask, why did they do that? Were they so stupid to see that there are two trees? One is a tree of life and this one you eat and give you death, but they still went ahead to either one that will kill them. If you were in your own shoes or if you were there at that time, Probably you said to them that, uh, why did you do that? Why is the love tree there? But you didn't take that. I'd rather, you took the one that will kill you. Now, what Adam and his wife did in the Garden of Eden? is not different from what we are doing today. It's not different from the choices we are making today. And if we have the opportunity to find ourselves, in that God probably we're going to do worse. Because mankind today is behaving the same way. What have we not heard about, you know, talking to people to select Christ and leave or taking the world and die. And people are chasing the world. People are chasing these material things and live in Christ that will give them life at the end. So what difference does it make with what Adam and his wife did? It's not the same. There is life in Jesus. Choose Jesus to say no. We'd rather select this. Regardless of the consequences that will come. I want us to read what Paulo read for us in Ecclesiastes chapter 9. And hear what Solomon said. This wise king, when he was advising the young people, and I read Ecclesiastes chapter 11, verse 9, he said to the young people, You are young. Be happy while you are young. And let your heart give you joy youth. Follow the ways of your heart and whatever your eyes see, but note that for all these things, God will bring you into judgment. That is serious. It's like to say, do whatever what you want. Whatever your heart tells you to do, go on doing it. Nobody is going to interfere the choice you are making but be warned that whatever choice you are making god will bring this to judgment to you you're going to account for it so here is god he made us giving us the power of choices that is very good because if we don't have power of choice it means we are like robots and he sits somewhere and controls us but he doesn't he doesn't. He's giving us our own, the power in our own hands and we can choose to do whatever we want. But Solomon says, whatever you do, you will account for it. Though you have the power of choice, but whatever you use this power to do, you are going to account for it. There's a story that I heard some time ago. Probably you have heard it before. There was an old wise man in a village who everybody see this man as a wise person because there's no question that you will present to this man that he cannot give you the answer. And there was a young man in that same village who was annoying about people saying that this guy is wise, this old man is wise. So he kind of said, well, I'm going to trick this man and see how wise he is. I'll make the whole world know that this man is not wise, as people think. So he went in and uh, cut... bed this kind of a small bed that can you know go into his hand and then he went to this old man putting the bed in his hand and it's on his back and said wise man i've come here to ask you a question i know how people are saying you are the wisest person in this community Just answer me. If you get my question right, get the right answer for me, then I will know that you are indeed a wise person. But if you get it wrong, then I will tell the whole world that you are the foolish person I've ever met. So the man said, what is your question? Let me know. And he said, well, I have a bird in my hand, a little bird. I want to ask you if this bird is alive or dead. Now, in his mind, what he is trying to do is the bird was indeed alive in his hand. But if this man says this bird is alive, he's going to crush him to death. So that he will show him that, well, this is a, a dead bird. So you are not wise, as everybody thinks. But if this man says this bird is dead, because it's a live bird in his hand, he's going to release him and say, well, you are still not wise because this bird is uh, alive. Now, when he this question, the wise man just looked at his face and said, oh, young man, the life of this bird is in your hands whether the, li- the bird is alive or is dead, is in your hands. Your hands will tell. And he said, man, that is not a question, I, uh, the, the answer I'm expecting from you. I want you to tell me whether this bird is alive or dead. And he said, that is the answer I've given you. It's only your hands that will prove. So the life of this bird is in your hands. Now this is the same to say that we all have our life in our own hands. We can choose to do whatever we want. God does not interfere whatever you choose your life to be. Sometimes I hear my friends in you know at work when I'm trying to tell them about God, they'll say that, well, they don't think God is alive. Why is it that you see, uh, wickedness in society people are raping and are uh, killing people and all oh, here and there where is god why is this happening and i always ask them question why do you blame god for all this thing happening because people say he's a kind god so He shouldn't allow this to happen i says you know what god did not meet man as robot he doesn't control whatever man, you know, do, he doesn't, he made you, you are wonderfully made, and giving you the power of choice in your hands, which is not bad thing. because if you don't have choice, uh, this power, then you'll be like robots, but he doesn't control people like that, so if you choose To go and kill somebody. God is not going to get that knife from you. Or that gun from you. That is what you are choosing your life to do. But the Bible says. You are going to account for it. So if there is injustice in society. People are killing. It's not God. It's humans. It's you and me. Now let me ask you a question. If you want God to be like a robot man, as you think God should be by now and go. Because God will want you to serve him and you are not. So he will kill you. But God is not like that. He's giving you the power in your hands. So you can choose to serve him and you can choose not to serve him. But as far as the life is in you, you can choose whatever you want. But as Solomon says, know that this is what God will bring you into judgment. So this wise man says, the life of this bird is in your hands. And it is rightly so. Now, sometimes some of the choices that we make affects our entire life. We have talked about Adam and his wife. The choice they made, humans are still reaping from that. We are toiling. We have all these kind of things going on in the world because sin enters the world as a result of the choice Adam and his wife made. Some people too made some choices, which was good. We talk of Noah and his family. In Genesis chapter 6, God said all the people on earth were doing wrong things. But Noah and his family chose to recognize God and serve him as God. So, when the time came and the world or the earth was flooded, Noah and his family were saved because of the choice they made. In Joshua chapter 24 verse 15, Joshua threw a challenge to the Israelites and said to them, you can make a choice you want if you want to serve the elders that your fathers worship, you can do that. But I and my family will serve the Lord. so here people have choice to either serve god or serve whatever they want and it is not time for god to intervene in what people do on this earth because whatever you want to tell you already written in the scriptures so it's up to mankind to follow what god has said but if you choose to ignore it and throw it away That's fine for God now. But remember, the time will come. You will give an account for that. In Genesis chapter 19, there was another choice that was made there. Chapter 19, verse 17. Remember when the angel of the Lord went to Sodom and Gomorrah to destroy that place. Bible said Lot and his family who have been serving God, were given the opportunity to leave the city. Even when they were dragging their feet, the angel told them, now God is going to save you, so run for your life. Don't stand anywhere here. Run to the mountains. Don't look back. They were given that opportunity. But what happened? We know what happened to Mrs. Lot, Lot's wife. The angel said, don't look back. He had this instruction. The power of choices was in her hand. He chose to look back. And he was punished. So there are some choices people made in the Bible. Some were good and some were not good. And today, the same thing is being presented to you. Israel was confronted with life and death. And Moses advised them to choose life so that they can live. (coughs) Sometimes some people help us. I know probably you are sitting here. Somebody help you to know Christ. And that is a a good choice you made through the help of somebody. I am standing here because somebody introduced Christ to me. The same way in Deuteronomy chapter 30 verse 19. I want us to read what Deuteronomy chapter 30 verse 19 Here the Israelites were presented with choice. And Moses said to them, This day I call the heavens and the earth as witnesses against you that I have set before you life and death, blessing and curses. Now choose life so that you and your children may live. Choose life so that you and your children may live. Israelites, they have power to do whatever they want. But here Moses advised them. Now they can heed to that advice or just throw it in the bin. And if you study their history well, some of them abandoned that kind of you know, counsel that uh, David, uh, Moses gave to them and chose death. The same thing is happening in our world today. People, you know, are presented with this kind of uh, choice. Either you choose uh, what you bring your life or what you bring your death. The messages that we preach to people, they hear it all the time. But as I said at the beginning of my lesson that some people don't know that the, the, there is life after this, uh, after death. So they don't bother doing anything about their lives. But you and I, who knows that there is life after death, we try to do more and we try to prepare our souls for the life after death, and Moses presented this to the Israelites and advised them to choose this. Now, if we read First Kings chapter twelve, this King uh, Rehoboam also made a choice. King and the elderly people were trying to counsel him. He just abandoned their counsel and went to the young guys and listened to their advice. But what he got from them was not good. So it affected the skin. And it caused him because he refused to listen to the elderly advice. We have young people here as, uh, are, you know, um, Solomon was advising. Now the choice is in your hands. You can listen to advice from the elderly people, or you can choose to listen to advice from your peers. Most people do that. They will not listen to mom and dad, but they will listen to friends. If your friends give you good advice, fine. But then, advice, then remember, that this will lead you in future. And there are some people that are behaving the way they behave today because of the choice they made yesterday, because of the advices they got from friends. And some of us here will tell you that, oh, my friend, introduce me into this that is why i'm like that people can sometimes make deadly choices i was going to get a, a petrol from a garage and somebody came to the counter to buy a cigarette i never knew that there are a lot of things right uh, written on the cigarette you know park And one, I saw that smoking kills on the park. And the other time, one is, this can cause heart attack. This can cause cancer. So all these are written on the boxes. And still, people will go and buy something that can give them heart attack. The choice, they want to choose that. Regardless of what is written there, they know. This can kill you. They know. So what difference is what Adam and his wife did? God said, this will kill you. They knew it, but they went ahead to eat. So sometimes people make this kind of deadly choices unknowingly. But it doesn't matter whether you know or you don't know. At the end of it all, you're going to suffer the consequences to be careful the way you choose your things or you select your things. The same way in a religious world today, even those who have, you know, made their mind to worship God, what kind of choice they make. There are hundreds and hundreds of churches in the world today. People have made their choices in these churches, regardless of what is written in the scriptures. If you go to Ghana, where I come from, you can count more than, you know, about 500 different churches different it's not like about 500 different churches maybe in a small community and you can see that wherever you go they speak differently their teaching is different now if you are a person who want to worship god then the advice will be you have to be very careful with the choice you make the only thing that can help you is to compare with the choice you are making if it is from the word of god we have no excuses to make because paul through timothy says you need to test the spirit if it is from god if it is from god you can only use the scriptures to test the spirit so there are so many churches around but who wants to worship God must make sure that the choice is going to make He has to rely upon the word of God to guide him or her to make a good choice, because you can choose what will not help you in the future. Jesus warned that there are false teachers and false religious leaders in the world today. There are so many warnings, even through Jesus' parables. There was a parable that he told about the, the, the sower who went into to sow the seeds. And he says, after uh, this seed had been sown, and he went to sleep, then the evil man also came and sowed the seed. And this seed is similar, but not the same. Similar to what has already been sown. And it make it difficult for whoever I want to choose the right one. And this is what is going on in the world today. Jesus came to the world, established his kingdom, established his church. And now there are so many churches that's been planted, making it difficult for people to choose the right one. But we cannot make excuses. once the scriptures is there, which will help us to choose the right one, There's no excuse for us. That is why it is also beholden us to help other people too so that they can know the truth because people can choose wrongly and they can affect their lives. So you and I have to help in this regard so that people will make right choices. The choice you make today will come to face you tomorrow if it's a good choice you get a good results but if it's a bad choice going to get a bad results the choice is in your hands your life is in your hands you can choose to do whatever you want God will never interfere what you do today with your life but remember You're going to account for it in the future. Let's understand this so that whatever we do, we will be guided by the scriptures to do the right thing and choose the right thing. Amen. Oh, for that lesson, let's say,